0: Hello, welcome to Shooting for Grand. I'm your host, Sierra Collins. These podcasts are designed to be inspirational for any showman shooting for grand on the county, state, or national level. Today, I interviewed Tristan Himes from Sterling City, Texas. Tristan has had a phenomenal year so far with the Grand Champion Steer at Cattlemen's Congress in Fort Worth and the Reserve Champion Steer at Houston. He is a very smart, hardworking young man with a bright future ahead of him. Collins Cattle is having a sale April 3rd. They are fall-born steers. Uh, You can look at them at sconlinesales.com or at the ranch. I had an amazing time visiting with Tristan, so let's get started. Hello, Tristan. Welcome to Shooting for Grand. I'm excited to have you on
1: hey thanks for having me on
0: no problem this it's an honor i mean congratulations on all of your success here recently i mean so far you've had a phenomenal year
1: yes ma'am it was uh we had a lot of fun this year made a lot of memories it was uh it was a good year
0: oh it sounds like it that was it was pretty neat so for those who don't know you could you please tell us about you and your family
1: so I'm I'm Tristan Himes. I'm 17 years old. I live in Sterling City, Texas and go to Sterling City High School. I love to show steers and play football. My family owns and operates Newman Cattle Company, which is in Stanton, Texas. And we've been selling and raising show steers since like the 1930s. So this is what my family eats, sleeps and breathes.
0: That's incredible. Um, oh. I mean, this cow stuff, this is my life, it's my passion, and I don't know what I would do without it. So, that's one of the reasons why I love doing this, because I get to talk to other kids about their experiences, and it's just awesome.
1: Yeah, it's really cool how, especially like nowadays, since we can all talk to each other on the phone and stuff and have social media, it's cool to keep up with all of our livestock people across the country.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I'm really grateful for technology. It can be frustrating sometimes, but all in all, it's, I'm pretty grateful for it.
1: For sure.
0: So you had the champion steer at Cattlemen's Congress and Fort Worth, and you had the reserve champion steer at Houston. Could you tell us about your experiences there?
1: Yeah, well, it was was a really crazy ride this year. So we started off at the Congress and we had that kef up there. That's actually the same. I showed the same kef at the Congress and Fort Worth that won. And he was really just a dream come true. Uh, I, I loved him very, very much. His name was Steve. Uh, we got him from Bonham. Um, he was really, he just, he did everything right. He Never gave any trouble. He showed perfect all the time. Had the best attitude. He ate. He drank. He's just a real show calf for us. And it was it was so much fun. Taking him up to the Congress and getting him out and knowing that he would show at Fort Worth for me going in was such a confidence boost. And that calf, he just, he finally got me a Fort Worth win, which was you, you don't know. you Have no, have you ever been to Fort Worth?
0: I have. I was there when you won. It was awesome. I've never shown there, though.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't mean to step on you OYE people's toes, but I think that that Fort Worth show is as hard as it can get to win.
0: Oh, I agree with you. I mean, OYE is incredible, and it's a super tough show. But, I mean, the Texas show circuit is very, very competitive. It's, I don't think you're – yeah, I don't think you're stepping on anyone's
1: toes. And for for us to finally get over that hump, and for him to be the kef to do it for me, it was just it was so special. And he's he'll always be one of my favorites. I love Steve. <laughs> and <laughs> that's uh, awesome. So got got done with that in February, and then we switched gears to slick season. And uh, for Houston, because. That was uh, that was our last slick show that we could show at. So it was just from Fort Worth on to Houston. It was all business getting uh, getting my kef ready. His name was Happy. He was another really easy going. We got really lucky this year. All of our show steers acted really good for the most part. So it just made it really fun. And uh, we worked hard and got him to the show and. It went as good as it could for us, and I'm very thankful for how it shook out. And uh, all is well, I guess.
0: That is awesome. And I feel like sometimes we get caught up on like, like, oh, like I want to show in this because it's my lucky thing or whatever, and that's okay. But there's a quote, I, f- I forgot, I think it was Thomas Thomas Jefferson that said this. He said, the harder I work, the more luck, the more luck I seem to have. And I really, really agree with that because when you work really hard, your calves are going to act well. If you try to find the right feed for them, they're going to eat well. And to me, that quote just makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah, that's so true. Uh, Hard work will put you in a good spot where good luck can find you. So you just got to put it all in and see what comes
0: out on the backside. And you're exactly right. It makes it so much more special when your calf acts well. Um, And those calves are hard to come by where they act and they eat great. And so that's really, really special.
1: Yes, for sure.
0: How do you plan to invest the money that you won? I'm
1: going to use it to go to college on. And then if I have anything, hopefully I'll have money left over after college. And I can either use that to start a family or start a business of my own or buy cows or really just have it for my family and so that we're financially secure I could possibly reinvest it really just try to be responsible with it and make the most out of it It's my plan for it
0: that sounds like a great plan and I'm, I'm kind of a money hoarder like I don't I hate shopping because I feel like it's a waste of money. I don't know. I don't think it's really a bad thing to be that way, but I mean it can be bad sometimes. But yeah, if, if I won a whole bunch of money, I would not waste it. I would do I would do whatever I could to have a good purpose for it. I would not abuse it. I would spend it wisely. Right. For sure. And for the purposes that you just said, that sounds like a very wise way to save your money and spend it, because college and cattle herds and feed and all that stuff, it's very important.
1: Definitely. Gonna need it.
0: Absolutely. So, when when you're in the show ring, I know it's extremely hectic and a lot is going through your mind, and... When I visited with Avon Horn, we kind of talked a little bit about this. Uh, but could you tell me what was going through your mind while you were in the show ring?
1: Um. Well, like at Fort Worth, the one of the most absolutely most stressful things is like coming, like first three or four steps into the ring. Your kef has to be hundred percent dialed in walking perfect so you can get pulled on the walk because if you don't get pulled on the walk you're not going to win the show there's no chance so coming in that was my main like worry or goal or whatever you want to call it that was priority number one was getting him to walk in perfect and getting pulled on the walk then after that um, it's really just trying to stay calm and Really, it comes down to how much work you put in before the show and how dialed in your Kef is, and then just keeping him calm and letting all your, all the work you did before come out and really show up and just keeping him focused and calm and uh, not letting the pressure get to you, I guess.
0: Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. I remember when I was um, – I'm still small, but when I was a lot smaller – um, when I would, I, I showed Hereford's and my dad would always tell me, get her, get her head up as soon as you go in the ring. And I would, sh- and so I really took that seriously. And I, and I tried my very best to get her head as high as I could right when I was walking into in the ring. And if they were kind of heavier headed, that was harder, especially on the move. But I just, I thought it was important because it's the judge's first impression of your calf. But I know for y'all, it's a different story because I like you said, you want to get pulled,
1: right? Yeah, and um, with a like over a hundred head of cattle in one class at Fort Worth, if you don't set yourself apart from the very beginning, it's really easy to get lost in all the rest of them.
0: Yeah, I bet so. Yeah, if, I mean, I've never got the experience to show there, and I never will. Um, but that just sounds. It's. It sounds a lot more intense, really.
1: For sure, it is the most intense thing I've ever been a part of, and I've been a part of a lot of intense stuff. Walking into Fort Worth Class Eleven is twice the amount of pressure as coming out of the tunnel at the state football game. It's crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So, like about football, um, do you did you take that really seriously?
1: Yes. Yes. I love football to death. I, I really only do two things because I want to be really good at what I do. So I kind of limit what I do, but I, I love football. Um, in 2020, we won state. Some of the, I've made some of the best friends in the world and have memories that will last forever. And uh, I don't know. It's just, Football and show steers is pretty much the two things that I love, and uh, I take them very seriously. But it's that's my life, pretty much.
0: That's incredible, and I I, I agree with what you said. You don't you want to be a well rounded person, and you want to be involved in many things. But then when it comes down to it, you kind of have to pick and choose the things that you're really really good at. And the things that you really, really like. So um, you'll enjoy it because you don't really want to do a whole bunch of things forever that you don't enjoy. But you do want to try new things.
1: Right, for sure. You got to have a little bit into everything. But in order to be, I guess, elite at some things, you have to really devote all your time and make some sacrifices.
0: So yes. I,
1: I know what you mean for sure.
0: Yeah. And I'm sure I've said this before, but my two things are showing cattle and playing the piano and singing. I mean, I kind of put playing piano and singing in the same category. But I mean, yesterday uh, we just got back from a contest where we played the piano and we sang and we did great. And it makes me really appreciate the teachers that I have that taught me how to do that. And the same thing for showing cattle. I have many teachers that help me do that. And it makes me very grateful for them.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. I, I didn't know you could sing and play the piano. That's really impressive. That takes a lot of confidence. I don't know if I'd be.
0: Thank you. I don't know if I'd be up for that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's very challenging. Uh, the piano, the piano is more challenging than the singing because I mean anyone can sing, but playing the piano was really hard. I
1: bet. Yeah, I couldn't do the piano right now, for sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we also have to take a break every once in a while because honestly, if I had to do the same thing year round, then I would kind of get tired of it.
1: Yes, for sure. Like my favorite my favorite I love to go to the lake. That's like our decompression time that we <laughs> get to just have fun and it's nothing's a big pressured up contest or anything, it's just time to chill out. So you got to have something like that.
0: Yes, definitely. Or you're going to put way too much stress on yourself. And right now we don't have any cattle in the barn. Uh, we don't have any steers right now. We have been working on the steers for our upcoming sale, but other than that, I mean, we're just kind of taking it easy right now.
1: Yeah, this is a, this is a fun time of the year for that, for sure. It's kind of major seasons round it out it's just getting babies ready and I don't know it's a lot less pressure time of the year after spring break for us.
0: Yes Um, so we were kind of talking about relaxation well now we're going to talk about getting your steers hair to grow which is not relaxation at all. Um, I'm sure it's way hotter in Texas than it is here so how do you get your steers hair to grow so much and stay healthy?
1: That is honestly one of the biggest challenges, especially, especially down here in Texas and where I live in Texas too, which is pretty much about as far south as you can be and still have competitive hair. It's really tough, especially even keeping up with the people like in Lubbock or in the Panhandle of Texas. It's a whole different ball game. Uh, I we just try to keep them. Like my Fort Worth one got a bath every day didn't miss a day from august 1 to whatever february 4th or whatever day we showed him keeping their hair as clean as possible keeping them as cool as possible you got to get them in the barn before the sun comes up so that no sun gets on them and you can't turn them out till sun goes down uh and really the rest of it after you've done I, we don't run a cooler because it's too hot at night and it's too, too much of a drastic temperature change for them. Mm -hmm. And it'll actually, it could make them lose all their hair when it gets, when you have to kick them out at night and they get hot. So we can't run a cooler, but just trying to keep them as cool and clean as possible. And the rest is all up to mother nature, I guess
0: i mean that really is true though and yeah like you said growing here is extremely challenging um i mean we can run a cooler because thankfully our temperatures they're pretty drastic but not not too bad so we can turn them out but we have to wait a little bit what we do uh we shut off the cooler and we just leave like when we have the cooler we have the cooler fans then we have just separate butt fans And we leave those running, we open the doors, we turn off the cooler, and we just wait like 10 or 20 minutes, kind of let the air flow in there a little bit, and then we kick them out.
1: Right. Yeah. For sure.
0: Yes. It's extremely challenging. And sometimes you just get dealt a bad hand and it doesn't work out.
1: Yeah. You can only do as much as you can do.
0: Exactly. So you talked about how you played football and how you have to like take little breaks in between. But how do you manage being gone from the barn and school and probably missing football a little bit when you're at shows?
1: It's definitely you have to have your head on straight to keep up with all the stuff. And I'm kind of a bad procrastinator, so I get behind on my school sometimes, but sometimes sometimes. Or most of the time I usually get lucky and come out ahead of it in the end somehow but uh and as far as missing for football I'm it's I get lucky because football's mostly in the fall and I'm not gone hardly at all in the fall um the only only show that in Texas that's in the fall is the state fair which is in October and then uh I don't I haven't ever gone to Kansas City or Louisville because it's always been during football season. So uh, I'm really not gone that much in fo- like during the fall. So that works out really good for us. I don't know. You just have to – it's really hard, honestly. <laughs> but but it uh, is. I guess that's just part of being a stock show kid. And uh, it makes us better in the long run, I guess. It teaches us how to really – put our heads down and focus when, when we come back to school.
0: Yeah. Um, and there's somebody who once gave me advice for like, if you ever had to choose something like for good and like you weren't going to do this thing anymore for good. Um, uh, he said, think about what you're going to be able to do when you're 60. Are you going to be able to do this when you're 60 or this? And, I just thought that was great advice, and it doesn't fit that way for everybody's activities. Not that that advice doesn't fit anybody, but or it doesn't fit every single person. But um, it it was definitely helpful for me, and it made me mindful.
1: That's right. Yeah that that reminds me of uh, last year. I made the decision to drop basketball so that I could. Really, when major season crunch time came around, so I could spend as much time at the barn as possible. And uh, while I, I do miss playing basketball with my friends and hanging out with my friends and stuff, I can definitely see a difference. Like this year, on I don't I just felt like I had a closer bond with all of my show kevs, and that they they all ended up showing better. So I was glad that I could see the turnaround from the sacrifice you know
0: yeah I do and yeah sometimes it can be hard to make a sacrifice and you're not really sure about it at first but honestly you just have to go with your gut and I mean take advice from other people around you I mean they other people are really smart too and so yeah I mean it can be really hard to make a sacrifice but when you see how it pays off it's incredible.
1: Absolutely.
0: Are there any uh, short or long-term goals that you would like to share?
1: Well, I want to finish out the Texas major shows. Houston is what I have left. I got reserved this year. I have one, one more shot at it. And uh, we're going to make a run at Houston. I think I'm going to take a keft to Denver um, and another one to Congress maybe. Those those will be my three shows next year, and I just want to try as hard as I can and get them looking the best that I can and get to the show, and I just want everything to go as good as possible and see what happens in the end, um, but those are my goals. Um, I would like to try to make another run at winning another state championship in football senior year, but... We'll see how that shakes out. I don't know, we'll just do the work and put it into God's hands and see what happens, I guess. And then long-term goals, Uh, I want to graduate college and uh, have a good family. That's my goals.
0: Those are great goals. And I like how you said, you just want to put it into God's hands. And that that is very true. And that's what we all need to do. We often want to take matters into our own hands but that's not the way
1: that's right. And that's one of the things that I love about the livestock industry is for the most part, we're all really good God people and it's good people to be around and it's people that you can have in your life forever and you can depend on. And, uh, it's one of the, it's one of the really special things about the livestock industry that I love.
0: That is so true. That is so true. Are there any words of advice that you would like to share? You've already shared lots of advice, but is there anything else that you would like to add?
1: I don't know. Just do the best that you can and try to keep your nerves calm and see what happens, I guess. Just put the work in and hope it works out.
0: Yeah, just go with the flow. Right.
1: You can only do as much as you can do.
0: Exactly. Thank you so much for being on. I really enjoyed this.
1: Yes, ma'am. It was a it was an honor being on here. There's been a lot of really, really sharp people on here. And I think you're extremely impressive for being able to organize and do all this, at, especially at your age. So it was just an honor to be a part of it. Thank you for having me on.
0: Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And there have been a lot of great people on here. And I am very grateful for them. Thank you for listening. God be with you as you shoot for grand.